Hello, ladies. You are listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Did you know that four out of five women struggle with confidence and knowing who they are? This show is dedicated to helping women lead their lives with fearless confidence and to know how amazing they truly are. In the show, you will hear from women who are emerging fearlessly, who have overcome many obstacles to pursue their dreams and passions, and they will inspire you and encourage you to stand up, step out, and speak up. Be your authentic self and bring your true gifts to the world. My name is Janelle Anderson, and I am your host. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a great review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy the show. This episode is called How to Get Excited About How You Look. It's a little bit different than what I usually do, but it is a lot of fun. And I have with me today my special guest, Beth Garrett. She is a certified image consultant. The name of her business is Elevating Your Image. And she helps you to look and feel amazing by educating and empowering you how to create a wardrobe where you can dress confidently each day. Now, that's something I'm always interested in because I don't have the greatest style sense. So this is really, really going to be helpful. She can help you know that you look your absolute best by knowing you're wearing the right colors and the right style and not only how you dress, but your makeup as well. She can show women how they can instantly transform how they look with just a few simple tweaks. What's really interesting is Beth used to be an IT director and she always enjoyed that field, you know, kind of a more of a logical left brain kind of field, but she always had a fascination with how color looks on different skin tones. And now she's pursuing her passion and she considers herself an appearance artist. I love that. In this episode, you will learn what's the quickest way to enhance your face and how you can look more youthful. And you will also find out what the number one color is that most women avoid wearing. Do you know what that color is? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. We are going to talk today a little bit about looking your best and finding your unique look that is you and making the most of that through color and style and things like that. So welcome, Beth, as our image consultant here today. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, Just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody kind of a little bit about your background and where you live and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Beth Garrett. Um, my business is called Elevating Your Image, which is what we want to do. And um, I am an image consultant. Uh, I actually am certified through the Color Me Beautiful company. Um, I actually uh, help women uh, determine, uh, discover what their best colors are that enhances their appearance, the best styles that complement their body type, and the best cosmetics that flatters their natural appearance. Um, I actually am an art. I was an IT director, believe it or not, for like 27 years. And uh, my husband wants to travel, so I retired early. And I've just always had this fascination with uh, skin and color. So um, I told my husband, I want to do something fun at this juncture in my life. So I called up Color Me Beautiful, went out and did their certification program, and came back and started begging people to let me practice on them because I just thought this was so much fun, and it just turned into a business. Wow. So um, I love what I do. I probably have the funnest job out there of anybody. <laughs> what, I do, yeah. what I do brings smiles to women's faces, and, and it just, it's a happy thing. Uh, we need some more happiness in our lives and something that makes us feel good about, about ourselves, and that's what I do. 
Yeah, we definitely need need things that are fun and make us feel happy. I know um, color is such a huge part of of life in the world around us and can definitely affect our moods and how we feel. And uh, yeah, and I, so just so everybody knows, I went to Beth to uh, have my colors redone because years and years ago, you guys might know what Color Me Beautiful is. And I, I had my colors done. Oh, man, I was probably in my 30s or something. And was told I was a winter, and so I'd been buying winter colors all these years and didn't realize that they now have diversified a lot. But the cool thing was that Beth, through working with her, she showed me that I'm actually more of an autumn. And I was like shocked, like, what? I am not an autumn. I've been identifying myself as a winter. So it's really interesting how we identify ourselves that way too. And then uh, when I saw my true colors, I was like, oh, wow, okay, that's, that is me. To me, it was like this message of identity and what we take on as identity even. But I think, you know, the message you bring in working with you, it's all about really discovering who you are uniquely through through this uh, process that you take people through. And so it's really not a matter of like trying to make yourself be somebody you're not. It's finding who you truly are and enhancing that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And you know, a lot of women don't realize that um, as we age, your skin and your hair color can change. Either you change your hair color because it's naturally going gray, or you've made a choice to color it and maybe a different color than what you previously had. Well, what most don't realize is um, when you change those colors of your appearance, you can actually change the seasons of colors that you wear. Because I have a lot of uh, clients who come and they'll walk in, they'll sit down, they go, I'm a winter. And kind of like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a winter. There they sit with like golden ha gold hair and red hair. And you're like, oh my, let's see what the analysis says. Because, you know, a winter is deep and cool. And here they are like bright and warm. And so <laughs> we can change. We don't stay the same season as we uh, go through life, which is kind of interesting. Because I was one of those was like, what do you mean your season can change? I thought you were always the same. But yeah. That's and, you, and I, I was just commenting before we started, I love the colors you have on today. They're beautiful. It's like a um, salmon rust kind of color, and it's just, it enhances. It makes you just look very, light. it brightens up your face, and you look very warm and just very uh, friendly. So uh, good color. Thank you. Yeah, when I was um, younger, my hair was really dark, and so that probably had a lot to do with why they, why I was a winter at first. I do want to comment, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you're talking about being uniquely made. So um, that really resonated with me yesterday listening to the podcast. And your guest was absolutely right. We are unique. And I see so many women who like, oh, I wish I looked like them. Well, we all are. It's kind of like your thumbprint. It's like no two people are alike. So your unique look comes from the combination of your hair color, your skin color, and your eye color. And so then what those two, those three colors do is they combine together to give you your unique look. And um, maybe you can't wear the colors that I can, but you're going to have your own set of colors that are absolutely going to make you look fabulous. And you will be surprised um, at how many, uh, surprised at how you look. And I have so many clients who sit in front of me and go, wow, you just took 10 years off my face. Or they'll say, I never knew I could wear that. I love that color, but I've, I've shied away from it because, you know, my mother told me it looked bad on me, you know, when I was right. little or something. So uh, 
it's pretty it's pretty amazing to find out what actually lights you up and really flatters you yeah and i think that's, that's such a huge perspective on it you know that wearing your colors it's not just about external things you know it's really about your uniqueness and i know there's so many things about being unique even your hair not color but like the proteins that how they line up in your hair can identify people your voice pattern can identify you mm -hmm. along with your dna and your fingerprints and even tongue prints so we are our teeth you know we are unique so even how we show up you know the all the combination of skin hair eye color mm -hmm. and the colors that look right on you it's all about really being your best self and being you and then who doesn't want to feel great and how they look? Right, exactly. <laughs> who doesn't want to take 10 years off their age? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. And um, I love that that's the focus of your work really is helping people feel their best and look their best and, and love how they look. How many women like, you know, they're wearing the wrong colors and they're seeing themselves in the mirror or even the wrong style. And they're like, Oh, I don't really look that good. And, then they don't feel very confident when they're out and about and talking to people or at work or presenting something to awesome. a meeting or, you know, it, it really does matter how, if you're bringing out your right. best and your unique self and your you outwardly as well as inwardly. Right. Yeah. Well, my, my core service, I will share this about how that ties into what you just said. My core service is a color analysis. And the color analysis is foundational to everything. It's foundational to knowing what garments are going to really flatter you around your face. Or and it's also foundational to knowing what cosmetic shades are going to enhance your appearance. And um, I know that um, my, uh, my husband, years ago when we first met and we were dating, he scoffed at me when I told him about this concept. And um, so I brought him a gift certificate to go have his colors done um, <laughs> long before I did this. And he went and he came back and you know, this is the military man now. And he said, wow, now I know why I have a closet full of clothes or shirts that I never wear. And he says, because I bought things, I saw them on a mannequin, they look good. I came home, wore it once and just... Yeah, didn't feel good in it, so I stuck it in the back of the closet. So how many of us can say we got a closet full of clothes but nothing to wear? And I hear women saying that all the time. Mm -hmm. So more than likely, women, I think maybe you may not consciously know what's wrong, but I think somehow on some level, you know, eh, it's not exactly right. I'm not so crazy about how that looks on me, but you know, can't really articulate why. Have you ever, do you ever have someone say, are you feeling good today? Yeah. And you're sitting there going, I feel great. <laughs> why, did, why did you ask me that? Well, it could be that you're wearing the wrong colors around your face because uh, wearing uh, the wrong colors can actually aid you mm. and it can actually make you look sickly. Oh. Um, mainly dark colors will do that for you, especially if it's in the wrong colors that you're wearing. Um, dark colors inherently cast shadows on the face and even if a dark color is in your palette um it's not necessarily the best color around your face because it uh, the shadows that dark colors create so if you're really feeling depressed then you really shouldn't be wearing black and gray <laughs> you should be wearing brighter colors 
that they're going to make you feel better. I mean, it's crazy. It's like the psychological that we all probably don't even realize. So, it's so interesting. For years, I, I've worn like dark colors in, around my face and my shirts. I was always afraid to wear brighter colors because I was afraid that I would stand out too much or I would look weird or be too loud or whatever. But now, you know, like I never would have worn this color before or even some of the yellows that are in my palette. Like I never wore yellow and now I love wearing these colors. Do you know yellow is the number one color that, I, that women say they don't wear? And, and I've actually got a point, make a point now when I meet with clients, I'll say, do you wear yellow? Because I'm, and I'll tell you, probably 90% of them say, no, I don't. And I'll say, why? And they'll say, because it doesn't look good on me. And yellow is like one of those weird colors that you have to nail it to, for it to look good on you. Some of the other colors are kind of forgiving, but yellow is, got, is one of those when it comes to skin tone, you have to get it spot on. So if you're cool toned, like someone who is like, uh, light and cool or deep and cool colors, they wear more of a pure yellow. Us warm tone women like you and I, I'm a spring, uh, Janelle's in autumn, we wear more of a gold, uh, a light gold or a deep gold that's going to uh, enhance our warm skin coloring where the others. So uh, most of the time women are extremely surprised to find out they're, they're shaded yellow. They're like, wow, I would have never thought that I could wear that. Yeah. So yellow is like one of those, and red too. I find that most women are wearing the wrong shade of red. My, the vast majority of women tend to um, lean towards a deep, cool blue red. Uh, when they, with the warm tone women, they should be wearing a yellow red. So that's another color that women kind of uh, struggle with, is red and yellow. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it's cool because it just opens up this whole new world. And I was like that too, like a whole closet full of uh, clothes I never wore because they weren't the right color or style and the other thing too like you're talking about men like men have coloring too like the right color you know they they look so much better um when they're wearing the correct colors too oh yeah i used to um i used to travel a lot in my it career and i would um sit in the airport and i would people watch and so uh, i was looking at the colors i were wearing <laughs> Because I used to play this game, I'm like, so what do I think looks good on them? And I would see these young men going through the airport, and there they are, obviously in their business suit. There they would be, uh, white shirt, black suit, you know, red tie, and they would look like ghosts. And so obviously they were warm toned men that I was noticing because they looked like some kind of uh, dead person walking around because their skin would be so washed out and they just looked pale. And it was just not a good look at all. So, uh, and there's, it's funny, there's a course I took online from a gentleman who keeps putting these little videos out, and he's obviously warm toned. He's wearing his black suit and white shirt. I'm going to write him a letter, and I'm going to tell him <laughs> he and I need to talk. Yeah. All right. So, we have three main points that we want to leave with everyone today. And I know the first one has to do, Beth, with how you see yourself in the mirror and how that can affect you and how you feel about yourself. So, can you speak to that? Sure. Oh, great, great point there, Janelle. So, um, I don't know that most realize that uh, when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, um, it can really affect your mental health. And um, so have you ever noticed like on a, like a bad hair day, how it's like, oh, it just really affects how you feel about how you look, you know? And well, the same thing with your appearance. If you look in the mirror and you go, oh, I don't like what I see, it can actually set your mood for the day and it actually 
you know, uh, affect how you feel uh, when it comes to your confidence level or how you feel as an attractive, am I, does it matter, do I feel attractive, do I feel unattractive? And you know, I actually think that that can um, correlate to body language and how you act around people. And so I um, mentioned uh, to some others, if you've been laying around during this pandemic and you haven't been getting up and you're just you know, wearing dark colors and you're not putting any makeup on and you're pulling your hair back, you know, ponytail laying around watching TV all the time, then it, probably your mental health has been affected. Because, um, you know, when we see ourselves in the mirror and in our appearance, it really can give a pick-me-up. You know, I mean, how many times you, you look in the mirror and you go, wow, I look awesome. I got it happening today. I got it going on. So um, I think it just boosts your confidence and it boosts how you feel. I actually think it can boost how you perform during the day. But if you're sitting there going, oh, I look awful, you know, um, I guarantee you're not probably going to have the best day. You're right. So many people during this pandemic have been, you know, in their pajamas all day. I know I do that too. And those days when I haven't washed my hair and I don't have makeup on and I haven't gotten dressed, I really don't do as much work. I don't produce as much. I'm oh, all yeah, I don't feel great about who about myself. I don't want to get on video. And with so many people doing these Zoom meetings, you see yourself on camera, right? And if you don't, if you're yeah. seeing yourself and you're in a meeting and you don't like how you look, how does that affect your self-esteem and your confidence, your how you're showing up in the meeting? It's, a, it's like a mental game. Yeah. You know, it really affects you more than you think. So I've been kind of encouraging my clients during all this to like get up in the morning, even if it just means putting on some blush and some mascara, you know, just those two little things can kind of perk you up, you know, brush your hair, um, fix yourself up a little bit. You don't have to do a whole face, you know, uh, put on your favorite bright top, just some little things. And uh, I guarantee it'll affect, affect how you feel about yourself. Such great uh, tips. Definitely. I agree with that. The days where I haven't gotten dressed and in my pajamas, like I just, I don't have much energy to do anything. So now I get up and I make sure I get dressed at least and sometimes throw on a little bit of makeup, even if I'm not uh -huh. see anyone. Here's another great tip that I think would be really, really interesting to hear about is what is the quickest way to enhance your face? So many women go out and go for expensive uh, procedures, you know, for their face and their Botox and all this stuff that, you know, can kind of leave your faces a little distorted. If you really, the quickest way you can enhance your appearance is put the right color around your face and you will be surprised at how your face just lights up and brightens. So just one beauty secret that just tops everything is brighten the face. Hmm. Uh, that tops everything because when you brighten your face, it actually makes you look more youthful. It makes you look more vibrant. And it actually, I think, makes you look like a happier person. So if you're putting on dark colors or the wrong colors, then it can actually drag your face down. So wearing the right colors around your face and the right cosmetic shades that enhances your natural appearance are the two quickest things that you can do that can really transform how you look instantly. Uh, it's pretty amazing how, um, how effective it is when you, when you get it right. You know what's interesting, over the years I've practiced this since my 20s and I can't tell you the number of strangers who come up to me and give me compliments. Uh, it's, it's crazy, it's like people don't even know, hey, you know what, I just want to tell you, you look really good. 
love that dress. You know, we go, well, it's not Lena's dress. It's the, the colors. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. So great tip. Uh, brighten your face with your colors and make sure the colors are correct. And then what about, and you said this, that you actually can, you look more youthful with the right colors and brightening your face. Anything else about looking more youthful? Any other tips? There are some cosmetic um, tricks that you can also use to look more youthful, such as using primers, uh, using like concealers, highlighting, uh, a little bit of contouring. Those type of things will um, enhance your appearance too if you do them right. And so that's another part of uh, what I offer my clients is we'll go through a whole um, session where I do instructional um, cosmetic application to show them how to apply it right and um, what to better to better enhance their face. Yeah, I remember doing that when I when I had my yeah. session with you, and it really even though I'd done makeup for I've done my makeup you know forever, and I didn't I was a Mary Kay consultant, so I had learned a lot about applying makeup, but I still learned new tips from you. I know one thing around the eyes, I have those dark circles under my eyes, so I definitely have to put on the highlighter and uh, underneath my eyes, brighten that up. And I didn't know before talking to you that you should actually put that on top of your foundation. Exactly. Do you know that, that is the number one tip that I share with women that is the most popular? It's because most women um, have been taught to put their concealer underneath their foundation. Right. Well, if you put it on top of your foundation and use a sponge to pat it in instead of blending it in or smearing it in, use a sponge to pat it in on top. That is really when it's more effective and will really lighten that area. When you pat it in, it... Um, it's absorbed in a more natural way because when you do this right here and all that, it can get down into lines and creases and actually look more pronounced. So mm -hmm. when you pat it in, it's more natural and absorbs better. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been, I learned that too, patting it in. I'd always been a smearer. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a patter. Yeah, you're, you're one of those, huh? <laughs> for a long time. Although, These are all such great tips, though. You know, um, you also help people with their style, the type yeah. of style they should wear, which I have not done that with you yet, but oh, tell us about that. Uh, that is a uh, fun exercise. Um, you get a um, style book that um, shows you everything in it that's going to look good on your body type and your face. And so uh, what I'll do is an analysis of your face for your face shape. And there's actually about 10 different face shapes. And um, I wasn't aware of this till I did this myself, is that um, your face, there are certain necklines and accessories and hats and glasses that better complement your face shape than others. And so what I found is like, so like when it comes to a hat, like I, my face is oblong, okay? So I'm very contoured right through here, which means I'm very rounded. Um, you're either contoured or you're angled. When you're angled, you have a very defined chin line, or you have like a boxy uh, kind of face. Well, mine is more round, and but it's not long. That's why I keep bangs on my forehead because it kind of covers it up. But uh, I found like with hats, I don't know about you, but um, I always think hats are just absolutely adorable and they're cute. And for some reason, I've never ever liked them on me, huh. and I couldn't tell you why. Well, um, what I found is that I had like a little fedora I bought on vacation just to keep the sun out of my eyes. Well, when I put that fedora on, it makes my face look fat. Oh, well, wow. When I, so when I got my report, 
it says I should be wearing a very wide brimmed hat. Well, when I put a wide brimmed hat on, it balances my face out so that it doesn't look so wide. So wow. um, it will give you tips on that, your glasses, uh, based on, do they show, they, like yours have angles in them, they're kind of squarish. Yeah. Mine would be a little bit more round in, mm -hmm. because of my face shape. The other thing that I've learned is that certain accessories, like with your earrings and your necklaces, Mine need to be up here around my neck because if I wear very long ones, uh, it, it pulls my face down, makes it look longer. Yeah. If I, my earrings, once again, um, I think dangle earrings or really long dangly earrings are just adorable, but I've never liked them on me. Once again, I couldn't tell you why, but now what I found is that when I wear those really long earrings, it makes my face look longer. Wow. So, uh, so mine need to be like this, yeah, round, and short and up around the earlobe. It's better for my face shape. So there's, and then the, the styles for the body, um, uh, it gives you pictures, it gives you of your shirts, your pants, your skirts, your uh, overcoats. This is a style book that you get, and it's customized to you based on your face shape and your body type. And so they give you like your best lines and, uh, like my patterns, like when I go look for patterns, I look for patterns, prints that are rounded. Oh, People okay. who have angles in their face have more, their patterns probably more complimentary or jagged with rough edges on them. Uh, here's like hairstyles they oh, give wow. you. Hairstyles. And uh, so you know pictures of what of the garments that's going to flatter your body. Type. Plus they give you a bunch of illusion dressing tips and you're like, okay, so uh, I've always been self-conscious of my feet. I wear an eight and a half, but I, I mean, to me, that's huge because my mother had a size seven, so my feet always look enormous compared to hers. So I've always been self-conscious. Well, what I found, but I understand my feet are not that big compared to other people's, but what I found in there was like, if I want to make my feet look smaller, the worst shoe that you can wear is a ballet slipper because it flattens your foot out and makes it look wider and it scoops wow. down and it really makes your foot look large. So what I've found is you have to wear it by uh, shoes that got like crossover patterns, things that breaks up that space oh, and wear wow. a little bit of a heel and they'll tell you how to diminish the look of a large bust or uh, waistline, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of little illusion uh, tips and tricks in there. But um, the other thing was we were talking about color. Yeah. So the end result of a color analysis is to get a color palette like this. This is a spring that, um, as you can see, it harmonizes what I'm wearing because I'm a spring. Right. But this is what you want to take shopping with you. So this is the result of a color analysis of a color palette with your 40 of your best colors in it. It's customized to your, your hair, your skin, your eyes. So you can take shopping so that you won't make mistakes um, and buying things that don't flatter you and that, that you'll hide in your closet later. Wow, yes, which is very important. And that's handy to have that with you when you go shopping. If people are like me, I go shopping, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to buy. And then I get overwhelmed and frustrated, and I just leave. <laughs> yeah, so it fits right in your pocket. It fits in a little black, part, in a black case. It fits in your purse. Yeah. But I've actually had customers who come to me just like, you know what? I walk in a store, and I just stress because I have no idea what looks good on me. And I just sit there, and I waste time, and I end up just buying stuff because it fits. That's and so I had a couple of customers I went shopping with them because I do that. I will go, I'll do personal shopping with others and help teach them 
how to use this if they don't feel comfortable with it and what to look for when you go in the store wow. so that you don't waste all this time <clears throat> you don't waste money on buying things that are a mistake yeah and those of you listening to the podcast of course you couldn't see what beth was showing but uh you can go see this on my youtube channel if you want to see but she has uh, a book with it shows you the different styles of clothes and uh what type of tops to wear and pants and skirts and then she has the color palette that she was showing us um so so awesome to have all that information for people like me like um, one time i remember i was trying to find dresses because i was going to be going to an interview for a new job and i had to take my niece with me as my personal shopper because i just would have no idea and she was pulling all these dresses off the rack and throwing them in the cart and i was like really that really that i couldn't imagine that looking good on me just hanging on the on the rack but i go back and i try on these dresses and i loved almost all of them i was just super surprised she has this sense of style that's unbelievable and some of us don't <laughs> so we need like that personal shopper and so what you offer is is helpful because you can now know what styles to look for what patterns to look for and even with the jewelry and uh -huh. the glasses and the hairstyles all of that is is super helpful for people like me who just have no idea <laughs> Do you mind if I mention something about those who are professionals? Yes. So, um, those of you who are still working, um, they're like career-minded, you know, you really need to include your wardrobe as part of your career plan. Because your wardrobe, uh, if you look the part, is going to help you get to where you want to go. And I trust me, if you don't look the part, it may affect your advancement. It may affect... Uh, you know, you're getting a job or promotion, any kind of recognition. And um, the other day I shared with somebody, uh, first of all, when you go to an interview, um, when you're looking for the right colors, they need to be muted. Um, they need to be professional colors or not the more memorable colors. Like what you have on is, a, is fine, that color you have on is fine, Janelle, but you wouldn't want to go any brighter than that right there. Like this right here is probably not something you would wear to an interview. But color, there's a lot of psychology behind color. Um, you know how men wear the red tie? Yes. That power tie? Yes. But women need to have on their red lipstick. It's oh. their power color. When you wear red lipstick, it actually evokes uh, an image of confidence and power and authority that you know what you're doing. Now, whether you do or not, it's another story. However, <laughs> That projects that type of image. And the key is, though, are you wearing the right red lipstick? Right. Because you need to find a, that red lipstick is like um, the elusive thing of most women of being able to figure out which is the right shade of red. And that's one of the things I help them do. But um, I shared with somebody the other day, I went a few years ago, I can't believe I did this. So I always knew what my colors were, but I never really thought about the uh, psychological angle and I went to this job interview it was to be um, an IT director over a call center and I had this peach suit on and I'm like oh I'm looking really good like well, I go in and there's like 15 men sitting there to interview me and do you think that peach suit uh, projected authority in a male dominated environment <laughs> I went in there looking like a powder puff oh, no. in a, a, like a, a male-dominated field. And later, you know, when I realized that, I was like, what were you thinking? Well, I didn't know any better. I just thought I looked pretty and I looked good. But so, you know, you really need to strategize 
about the image you're presenting, especially for the first time, when you we need to make a good first impression, like a job interview and so forth. But I used to work in uh, corporate America, and I can't tell you how many times I heard the CFO say, you need to look for the part for what you want. And she was right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so basically, you decide what you want to do, and you need to start dressing that part, whether you have that job or not, because yes. when it comes time for that promotion, it's too late for you to start uh, projecting what you want them to know, because they've already formed an opinion about you. So you need to be thinking down the road and start dressing the way you want people to perceive and see you when it, when it comes to that point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's... I never thought about that either. I'm sitting here thinking about interviews I've been to. What, did, what was I wearing? You know, so, and I, I heard the story, this goes to what you were just saying about this young man who wanted to be like a bank president one day. That was his aspiration. And so as a teller, he would dress like the bank manager and he would act that way and talk that way and carry himself yeah. that way. And gradually he got moved up and moved up and became the bank manager, but he was dressing as if he already was. And he was acting as if he already was. See, by the way, uh, the brain interprets a dark color as authoritative. Wow. So, uh, and I usually, when people, my clients come see me, I'll show them a picture of a guy in a gray suit, and then I show them the same guy in a black suit. 100% of the time, I'll say, which guy, which guy's the boss? And everybody picks the guy in the black suit. Wow. Because, because the brain interprets a dark color. So when you go to an interview, like for me, since I don't look good in black, I would go with like my, my shade of navy or like a deep taupey kind of gray. You just need to know what your right shade is. Mm -hmm. But my son, just to show you how the brain works, my son is autistic and I, I worked at a hospital. And years ago, when he was probably about 13, um, he came by one day and we were walking down the hall to get a drink. Well, our our HR director came down the hallway, had a suit on, and my son turned around and went, look, it's the president. Oh, wow. So, so, you know, even he, his brain interpreted this guy in the suit as president. Interesting. So, yeah. Oh, and, oh wow. So there's a, all, lot to, there's a lot to learn around this. Stuff. There is. <laughs> there is. Right. Well, you are amazing in the... Uh, knowledge that you bring and the skill you bring is, is, is fantastic. So I know that you're, you're local to me. Beth is in Roanoke. If you are listening to this podcast and want to get in touch with Beth, I will put her information in the show notes, but how sure. could, how could people reach out to you? What's the best way? Oh, uh, you can email me Beth at elevating your image.com. Uh, my phone number is 540-442-50, or you want to check my website out. It's in the process of being revamped, but it's still up. It's elevatingyourimage.com. I have a lot of before and after pictures on the website if you want to go check them out. Definitely. And I know you have a free offer for people listening. Oh, yes. Um, if you're local, normally the, um, the color analysis is 135, but um, if anybody wants to contact me, they're local, it's 99. Wow. Uh, so it's a really good deal. Uh, and if you want to do a virtual analysis, just contact me and we'll discuss the race. It's a little bit more just because it's so much more involved when it's virtual that we can cover that. I'll go special for that too. Okay. Is there a code they need or do they mention the podcast? Or how I'll just mention the podcast. Okay. So I'll put all that in the notes so you guys can know how to get uh, that special offer from Beth. Sure. 
Yeah. So thanks for being with me today. I hope that everybody's learned a lot today uh, from Beth, that if you really want to know more, reach out to her and go wear your colors. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, Janelle. This is such a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Thanks for listening. I hope you got a ton of great inspiration and ideas and tips from that episode and that you will share it with your friends. If you would like to talk to me about possibly working with me or seeing how I can help you to become more fearlessly confident, reach out to me by email, janelle at emerginglifecoaching.com. And be sure to check out my website, emerginglifecoaching.com. I've got lots of great, awesome goodies on my website for you, including a free webinar called Ditch the Imposter Syndrome and Know You Belong. I would love to have you in my community, and I would love to see you in my private Facebook group, and it is called Women Emerging Fearlessly, just like the podcast. I hope to hear from you soon, and until then, emerge fearlessly and know that you are truly amazing.